Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for joining me for Modern Living with Dr. Angela. I'm your host, Dr. Angela Chester. I'm really excited today because we are doing something a little bit different. I am bringing to you a movie director, not just an author this time. So I'm a little fired up about that, and I hope that you are as well. Today, I'll be speaking with director Carlos Camargo about the new movie, End of Youth. Now, many of you are listening to this on an enhanced platform and you are able to click the links down at the bottom of the description. I have provided for you the link to the trailer for this movie. It looks amazing and I think that you are going to enjoy it as well. And of course, the Instagram is down at the bottom as well. So when we get done, make sure that you go on and follow on Instagram. Now, let me bring on Carlos so we can get started with the interview. Hello, Carlos. Thank you so much for joining me here on Modern Living with Dr. Angela. Hi, thank you so much for um, having me. And this is such a, a huge, you know, honor. Thank you. Absolutely. I'm so glad to have you on today. And um, I know that the world is so ready to get back to um, going out and about and doing those things that are that are different, i.e. going to the movies and going out to eat and doing all of those things now that we are starting to become a post-pandemic society. So I'm really excited about um, talking to you about your movie. Now, before we do that, though, um, there may be some folks out there that are a little unfamiliar with you or with your work. So my first question is, can you tell us just a little bit about yourself? What makes you, you? Uh, oh, gosh. Well, uh, that's, a, that's an interesting way of phrasing Everyone that always question, says that that's I'm... a little bit question, right? And it's, and it's so yeah. funny. And I say, well, you know, when, when you, and, and, I can, and I can totally understand. So I know that when I'm asked that question, I have to think about all of the things I do. And I go, well, you know, I'm a pastoral counselor. I'm a podcast host. I'm a TV and radio host. You know, um, uh, I, I'm a mom. You know, but I'm just trying to live the best life that I can. So I, I definitely yeah. I definitely understand uh, uh, what that's like because I'm sure you wear just as many just as many hats. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I am a dad. I am a uh, a business owner. Um, I run my own video production company, and uh, I have two girls. I have a six-year-old, a one-year-old, and I'm have a, I have one on the way, actually, very soon. I'm going to have a boy. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Well, um, so definitely, you know, a lot of um, – I'm a full-time everything. And, um, right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I've been a filmmaker since high school. Um, I'm 30 years old now, but I've been doing this since high school. And uh, I decided to make it a career uh, right before, well, right around the junior year of high school is when I decided to get very serious about film. And um, and so everything that I've done on a professional level, whether it's um, uh, you know, going to do student films or taking on commercial projects. It's all kind of been part of the same tra- trajectory, the same career. Um, and so uh, I feel very, very fortunate to be able to not just, you know, have a, a career in film in a in an area where it's not very, uh, where it's kind of a little rare to, you know, to have, uh, to be a full-time filmmaker, 
um, but also to be able to have made my uh, my first feature film, which is End of Youth, uh, and to be able to have done it the way that you know that it came together is such a it's kind of a a, a unique uh, situation, I think. And again, just, I'm extremely grateful for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And thank you for for that segue because that's a little bit of the next question for for you. Um, is is being a filmmaker something that you've always wanted to do? And it sounds and it sounds like it is. So let me rephrase that question into at at what age did you realize that uh, filmmakers have such a uh, an important voice or such a loud voice that that you can really uh, help to shape or frame the way that we understand something that's going on in the world. Interesting. Um, yeah, you know, it's funny because when I was younger, when I was a teenager and I, and I decided that this is what I wanted to do, I, I wasn't thinking about the impact that uh, any film could have or any, you know, uh, artistic voice could have. I was just really into movies. You know, I, I uh, just grew up mm-hmm. watching so many amazing movies, and uh, and so I, I was into the craft of it. And uh, it really wasn't. Um, it, it, to the you know to this day, I really don't see it as a as a way of shaping public opinion necessarily. I think it's really important to uh, look at it as. Uh, first and foremost, as as a craft, as an art form, and then uh, to to be able to tell stories in a in a way that is um, that just hits all the senses, right? It hits your your visual, your auditory. Uh, well, maybe not quite all the senses, but it, in a way that that just uh, really mm-hmm. captivates people. Um, I think I think I'm really into just really really good movies, and it just so happens that. Uh, I grew up in a in a Christian household, and uh, the, as as I grew up and as I became um, an adult, you know, became a father, became a husband, um, I understood the importance of telling stories from a Christian perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, and so, at some point, I, I I decided that making movies from a Christian perspective. Maybe not necessarily for a Christian audience, but from but for um, from a Christian perspective, I think it just became very apparent that that's a need in the in the movie marketplace, and so um, that, that's kind of how I've approached this whole you know um, this whole situation of making movies with a with a message, if you will, is mm-hmm. starting first with really good compelling stories, and then you know, try and tell them from a Christian perspective because there is a lack of that, I think. Absolutely. And and I couldn't agree with you more. And especially for um, people that, some people surprisingly enough don't even realize that Christian mu- movies exist. You know, they, they mm-hmm. only know about the ones that kind of make the entertainment news. Um, and I don't mean that in a, in a negative way, but um, unless it's shared, you know, on on TV or so, they may not they may not really know what the the latest, greatest, hottest movies are. Uh, nevertheless, a, a Christian movie, and and you are you are so right there. Um, we we do need to spread the word more. We need to uh, let people know that there are amazing 
Christian movies out there. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Mm-hmm. Now, the title of the film, End of Youth, um, why was it important for um, the, the movie to have that title, do you feel? Um, that's a really good question. I uh, I wrote this short story uh, or short film script back in 2015, and uh, it was about it was set during a rapture like the biblical rapture and um at the time i just wanted to write something kind of shocking and and sort of uh, fun for for lack of a better word like i um i was in a completely different place in life at the time and and uh i thought it would be cool to make a, a this rapture movie but sort of out of genre make it make it into this like kind of totally out of the out of the box type of movie and um and so I didn't make it but I wrote it and uh I I saw that the writing of that of that script as kind of a graduation for myself personally because um I was uh I was about to have um my my first uh, my first kid at the time and uh, I was also just kind of going through a lot of transition, me personally, and so um, and so for some reason I, I I don't know why I titled it End of Youth because of kind of where I thought I was at the time, and uh, mm-hmm. and it sounds that sounds kind of that sounds kind of corny now that I think about it, but um, I I think I titled it that because that's where I, I was at the end of my youth personally, and I and I and I wanted to um, sort of make this weird declaration that. Um, that I would devote, you know, what, what I had left of of my twenties to um, producing my first feature film, and so uh, so it was. It's kind of a weird kind of personal declaration titling that short story "End of Youth," but um, so I didn't make that. Uh, time went by. I did other things. I worked on other projects. I you know started my business, and um, after after some time. Uh, I decided that it was time to uh, to start working on on a feature, and I started just kind of going through a bunch of different um, ideas and stories and scripts that I've written before. And I knew it's, I knew I wanted to produce something that I had written, and uh, and then suddenly I I ran into some documents that that I had still of that um, from that short script, and so then uh, I thought I'll just make this. Um, but I, but I completely uh, abandoned the idea of the original story. But I, I liked the title for some reason. I felt like the title, um, something about it, I think is uh, it, it is uh, evocative of like a coming of age type of story. Um, I think it. When I hear end of youth, I think I do think a change is happening, and so. Uh, I like the title. I shopped it around to some people. They like the title, uh, you know, people that I trust. And uh, and I decided that this would be the, t- the title, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, mm-hmm. that, and that was the and that was the title even even through the changes of the script, like of the story. I just kind of knew that that's what I wanted this this film to be titled. 
Mm-hmm. No, I I like I like your answer though. You know, um, I think that so many of the things that we do, especially when we're able to be uh, creative uh, in, in the way that we present them to the world, it, it can be a reflection of of what we're go- going through. If we think about it, so many of the songs uh, that we listen to that really uh, are impactful in our lives, like they really kind of stir our spirit or they they really hit our heart mm-hmm. a certain way. When we get the behind the scenes um, story about what happened, it's usually about some personal reflection. Something happened to, you know, that person and they were sharing it in song or they wrote it wrote it in poetry. So I love how you are um making um your own perhaps um, reflecting upon your own life personally. But the rapture is in a way where I could understand that it is a the end of a time. You know, you, you, you thought it was okay. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're young, you view the world in a particular way that you have all the time in the world. You know, as you get older, mm-hmm. you realize, wait a minute, the world is spinning a little fast here. Is it time for another birthday? You know, so it ends up, it ends up getting really, really fast because I'm almost, I'll be 50 in in a in a few months and I realize that you know, hey, I remember things, what it was like 20 years ago, you know, and you look back and go, wow, so much time has has passed by. Um, so in in that, at looking at the shift of the paradigm of just how time is different, uh, realizing that the rapture is is coming and that there will be an end of of just this, and now it is time for that. We do have to prepare for that and and not have that um, maybe wide eye point of view, but really start to to recognize that uh, life does come in phases and stages, and even as Christians, we need to be ready for that. I love it. I love it. Oh, that was awesome. That was yeah. awesome. Can I comment on that real quick? I uh, because you're absolutely you're absolutely right about that, um, and that's one of the reasons that uh, some of the some of my mentors, uh, when I shot this title around, that we discussed the meaning of it. You know, not, uh, although uh, it was a meaningful title to me personally, but the more that it, I discuss it with others, the, you know, we have that, sim- that very same observation that. Um, that with when it comes to the subject of the end times, uh, everybody uh, has a slightly different um, interpretation of what the end times looks like, depending on what their um, what their biblical background is like. You know, whatever their scholarly background is, and so um, or denomination. And so, mm-hmm. I, it was um, it was apparent that you know talking about the end times would be different depending on who, on who the audience is, but mm-hmm. everyone does agree that talking about the end times means uh, graduating in your faith from being, you know, simply a um, follower of Jesus or, or a believer in, um, in Jesus and a believer in the gospel. Talking about the end times means graduating, graduating that to a slightly higher understanding that it's not, just the gospel that is here to help you in life now, but it's, it also has this continuation. This, it has a, uh, um, a there is a sequel to it, if you will, in, uh, in what happens after the Book of Revelation, right? Like there's uh, mm-hmm. there's this spiritual maturity I think that you have to that you have to have as a believer 
to dive into the, the study of the end times. And so, yeah, it, it definitely is this, like, this mature, maturation, you know, that, that uh, happens when discussing the end times and, you know, when watching a film about it or watching a story about it that, that inevitably is going to result in talking about it. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, I want to ask you a little bit about um, the main character, Jonathan. Now, I always give this disclaimer on radio, so I'm going to give it here as well, and that is um, we're not going to tell you exactly how the story ends or all of that stuff. You you know, watch the trailer, um, be ready for it when it comes out. You know, we want to leave a little something so that you'll definitely want to watch the movie. Now, with that being said, I want to ask you about the the main character, Jonathan. Why was it important to give him uh, the personality that you gave him? Tell us a little bit about him. Yeah. um, Well, thank you. That's a great question. So uh, Jonathan is a a somewhat of a typical uh, teenager or early 20-something guy. And in short, he's immature, and he is not a man yet. And and so with, with any story structure, you know, we, we have a beginning, a middle, and an end, right? And um, and I thought it was, it was important to the theme of the, of the film as well as the title of the film is that this is about um, Jonathan coming to the end of his youth and graduating into becoming a man. And... and um, and so his discovery of what it means to be free, what it means to be, uh, to have faith, what it means to believe in something and stand up for something, that's a, um, that is a change that happens to him internally. It's this like, um, uh, it's this metamorphosis that he has throughout the film that ultimately ends in him uh, becoming who he is meant to be as a man. And uh, and it was important to me, uh, just like many other things, uh, themes of the film, it was important to me to, to fulfill a need in the market. Um, I think that there, uh, right now, and this is my personal opinion, uh, my observation of the market, I think that there is a lack of films out there currently that are brand new, that are targeting, or not necessarily targeting, but that are um, being made with the intention of um, inspiring young men to uh, to become supposed to be. And there there was a time when you would see more films like that, uh, like in the 80s, 90s. You know, there there were a lot of films that uh, were about they were about uh, manhood, masculinity, and they were positive. You know, I think um, I think of films like Rob Roy. Uh, or I think of uh, even films like like Antoine Fisher, you know, for instance, um, <laughs> and uh, that that were about someone mm. wrestling with their lack of experience, uh, but but having such tremendous potential, and then becoming the man that they are, that they're supposed to be, and having a father figure that they are, uh, you know, whether they're conscious of it or not, they're 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 following this father figure, and so. Um, I thought it would be so great to, you know, w- when you take away the end times um, narrative, the, the end times backdrop, 
uh, it's a film about a father and son and this father's influence over his son in a time in which it's very important for men to be men, which is, you know, during, during a time of chaos, well, during a time of, um, of conflict, you know, men are essential. And so, um, so I thought it'd be so inspiring for me personally to, to see this, this young man go from being this, you know, for lack of a better word, this weak, you know, immature boy and becoming a strong, you know, man who is sure of himself and who's ready to defend what he believes in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I could not agree with you more. Um, I remember the 80s and the 90s. I was um, a, a young person <laughs> during during that time. Um, I was uh, finding my own going from that high school to college age. And, and you're right. There were a lot of movies that helped uh, instruct us, if you will, to really help guide us and, and to teach us if if you didn't live in a household where you saw a really strong um, sense of family or responsibility or work ethic or you know those types of things that help build your foundation, then at least you know that you could mm-hmm. you could see that on uh, watch that in a in a movie and and you're right there there has been uh, a shift and we do need to um, be mindful of that because every generation needs to have that that guiding hand that that lead person who says this is why we do this and this is why we don't do that you know the decision may may still be yours but um i think that people make better decisions when they are best informed or at least know why we do the things that we do the way that we do them and and still make your own decisions so i i like that you that you put that you put that in there that that was awesome now and when it comes to um, uh, age, and, and thank you so much for, for mentioning uh, that. I want to make sure that we understand, uh, I don't want to say target audience, but who do you think is, mm-hmm. is the best fit for, for yeah. the movie? Is it appropriate for someone as young as, as high school or a little bit younger? Oh, certainly, certainly, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah there's, there is not, um, you know, there is, some, there is some blood and violence, but um this is not any different than i think what young people are already watching right <laughs> but, uh, i think that when you, when you compare it to what, to what young people are already watching online uh it's i think i would say it's uh it's definitely appropriate for uh a high school age and during the uh the process of the film of the, the early process of the film i um i did some market research and i and i did um ultimately i, I found that the the most response that we got from um from our um you know from our market research was from a high school to a college age uh young men in particular you know, responded to the um to the themes and so so we actually we released um we I teamed up with this artist out of uh Russia uh and um his name is Aaron and he is a fantastic uh 3D graphics uh, animator and and uh, uh, he creates um, he creates concept worlds and so mm-hmm. uh, I sent him I had sent him some pages of the script and uh, I I had a couple of phone conferences with him where we just we talked about the storyline and the world of the film and um, and he helped me to create these um, these images 
that uh, would allow us to market the film before we had made anything. And just to see what kind of response we would get. And, and uh, I thought it was important to start building an audience early on. So uh, I saw that the people that um, started engaging with the film on social media and, um, and, and asking questions, they happened to be pretty young. And uh, throughout the making of it, I, the, the more that we shot, you know, once more and more scenes, the more I realized, like, hey, we're probably going to have a younger, slightly younger audience. So I, I in some ways, I, I shifted the, um, you know, some of the perspectives of the film to, to, to make it so that it's, you know, first and foremost, it's, it's kind of a fun movie to watch, um, mm-hmm. and despite, the, despite the subject matter. And then also, it's, it's, a, it's a simple storyline that, uh, you know, that anyone can follow. Uh, and it has a really cool ending that uh, I think is appropriate for all ages. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I like that. And you know, just your just your mindfulness about it all. I, I think that 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 really that that really helps as well. But you know, that's something that most people will appreciate about a really great director of of any film. It's like, oh my goodness, your um, your perception here or the inclusion or exclusion of something in a particular scene that really that really hits you. Um, I, I know that you know great writing is a is a is a good point as well. But but many times it is just um, being able to to take the viewer along on the journey can really um, be be an amazing thing. I, I think that's part of being a great storyteller. You know, um, taking us along on the on the visual ride. Of, of what is being said. I love it. I love it. Now, if there is one thing that you hope that this movie uh, really gets across to anyone who, who's able to watch it, what is that one message, that one uh, bit of wisdom that you hope that they will, that they will glean from, from your movie? Um, what I hope that, anyone takes away from end of use is this concept of, of freedom and being uh, being a free person in the world regardless of what gender you are uh, or what age you are um, it, being free is I think the most valuable uh, the valuable thing that we can have in life freedom mm-hmm. and so uh, you know I came from uh, I, I came from Mexico when I was a very young um, child, and uh, I've I look back on all of the things that my my family did to uh, not only get here but to to find some level of fulfillment and success in you know in this country. And uh, I've been able to do a lot of things in my life that I'm very very grateful of. I, I don't think that I would have the quality of life that I have uh, if I were to have grown up in my home country. And part of that is because um, here in, you know, in the United States, we've been able to enjoy this, uh, this level of freedom to not just to pursue the things that we love um, or that, that make us happy, but to also express ourselves in, in ways that, um, that we would not have been able to express ourselves in, in other places. Um, and I think that that's, that's something that is, not just currently uh, in the times that we're living in, although I, I, I definitely, mm-hmm. I definitely see that freedom is under attack currently. And, and mm-hmm. I, that's what I perceive anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
but freedom's always been under attack. I think freedom is always always at risk of being you know of being taken from us, and we need to fight for that right to believe what we want to believe in to say what Absolutely. we what we think and feel. Absolutely. I cannot agree with. with you more. Well, we only have a, a, a short amount of time left, and I want to make sure that I am able to ask you the very last question, and that is for anyone uh, who wants to be able to watch this movie, stay in contact with you, all that good stuff, how do we do that? We have about 45 seconds left. All right. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Find us at End of Youth on YouTube, find us on Instagram at End of Youth. This film is going to be online for free. Uh, we're going to release this film for free for people to watch. There will be ways to support the film if you would like to see us make more movies. Uh, we do want to make a sequel to End of Youth, so if you like the movie, you can support it uh, through a very small donation. But this film will be given out absolutely 100% for uh-huh. free online, and also we will be showing it in churches. Uh, around the uh, right. first around Washington State and then around the country. All righty, thank you so much, Carlos, for being on today. I appreciate your being here, and listeners, thank you so much for spending time with me here as well. I hope that you have an amazing day. I hope you have great mental health, and more importantly, I hope you do it with a really good movie. Until next time, everyone. Enjoy the rest of your day. Until next time.